Welcome to another episode of Junior Achievement of South Florida's Recipe for Success. Just as there are no two recipes that contain the exact same ingredients or measurements, there are no two success stories exactly the same. Recipe for Success features entrepreneurs, visionary leaders, and innovators of all ages who will share the ingredients that make them successful. Here's your host, Lori Salarulo, President and CEO of Junior Achievement of South Florida. Welcome to this week's Recipe for Success. We're here in the JA World Heisinger Center kitchen at the Lillian S. Wells Pavilion. Thanks for joining us today. This is where we get to feature entrepreneurs and business leaders and community leaders and hear about the ingredients to their success. What made them successful? And so there's so much that you can learn and so much we can share by doing this. Today's guest is sweet, that's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, he is an, a natural entrepreneur from early on. Uh, he is the co-founder and CEO of The Batch, the cookie company. And if you can see our set here, you can see that there are some tasty treats. I'm gonna try to stay focused on our interview and it's not on the, on the cookies. But, you know, Adam is unconventional and I love that you are so close in age to our students. Yes. But welcome. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. being it's, here. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. We yeah. love having you. And I love, like I said, so you've been involved now for a little bit with Junior Achievement. Yeah. You've been mentoring some of the kids, yes. talking with the kids. Um, and I know that they can relate to you yes. right, for lots of reasons. Yes. One, you're closer to their age. And I even Two, look younger than I am. So, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also, you have a great product. Yeah, it's a fun that product. That they love, yes. that we all love. Yes. So, so you have a great story, and we talk about one of the things I loved in your bio was unconventional is one way to describe Adam's career path. And I think that's one of the things that we try to stress here. Yes. There is no one way Not at all. to get to success, mm -hmm. right? And whatever that means for you. Talk a little bit about what that means. Yeah. Why was it unconventional? Well, and also, that's what I love about your show is everybody's recipe for success is different, right? right? So that, that, that's what the show shows people. Um, my path was unconventional in the sense that I never had a job for more than one year. I've been fired from every job I've ever had except for one. Wow. And the, those are two things that people oftentimes would look at as like, okay, what's wrong with this guy? He's not committed. He's not, you know, he can't focus. He can't stick with something. Um, and what I now have learned throughout that journey is what that gave me was an opportunity to do a lot of different things and then also build the confidence in myself that I'm good at, at being in situations where there is no path on how to do things, and you figure it out. And you forge your own path. And you forge your own path, right? right? right. And that, that's taken path. me to, from Florida to uh, Wisconsin, uh, back to San Francisco, back to Florida, and, uh, and that, yeah, that's where I'm heading awesome. now, yeah. So did you, when you were in high school, or yeah. did, did you know what you wanted to do? Absolutely not, no. Did you, know, did you, did you end up going to college? I did, I went to college. Um, I graduated with a 2.2 GPA. Another thing that I'm very vocal about because school's not for everybody. I, it wasn't, it's what we teach here. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And that is one of the things that's resonated with me in, in your message to the kids is that yeah. for, going to a four-year university is not for everybody. Right. Um, I was fortunate that um, I had the financial support from my parents and grandparents, so I didn't have to graduate with debt, um, which is a whole burden in itself. Uh, but yeah, I, went to, I studied business at school, although I hate saying that because I didn't really learn anything in school. Mm. I, well, I, was the t I didn't go to class. 
be completely honest with you, I cheated through most of my my tests. Now that's real yeah, honesty. Yeah, yeah, I'm very this is I'm very honest guy, okay? and transparent. That's just kind of how I am. Sometimes it's good, sometimes. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's part of your recipe though, yeah, is your authenticity. Uh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. For um, sure. You, you know what you get with me. Yes. Um, I love that. But yeah, so went to University of Colorado Boulder, studied business, took 5 years, had some fun, and then left So so how so then you went through some different reiterations right of yeah. life and career and and like you said tried different jobs yeah. for short periods of time obviously you were fired from them or or you know let go whatever and it didn't work out but obviously it's it would seem to me that that was probably in some part due to the fact that you hadn't found your passion yet yeah would you say that's so, part so, of it? absolutely um now, after being fired four times, I have a perspective on firing, than, a different perspective than most people do. <laughs> on how to fire. <laughs> on how to fire and what being fired means. Um, I think that there's this, this general thought that like, being fired is just this terrible thing and um, like, you should be ashamed and you're a failure. And I've found a way to relate being fired or firing similar to a relationship between a man and a woman, two, two men, two women, whatever. You know. Right. Uh, that type of relationship um, in which it's just not working out anymore. For whatever reason, the, the, the partnership just doesn't work out. And someone in that partnership has to stand up and say, you know what, it's better that we move, move on from each right. other. And that takes courage. That, that takes courage, right? right? And that's, that's also what people do when they quit, too. They're saying the same thing, right? Like, this just isn't working out for me anymore. It would probably be better for the company and for myself if we go different ways. That's you how know, I view fi being fired. Right. And, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I just recently was reading Netflix's culture. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's pretty long. It's probably three or four pages it's on their website. And they talk about that not everyone is the right person for the team. Yeah. You might be great and you might have great skill set. But they're just not the skill set. And your way of working or your mindset Absolutely. and your skills are not the right match for the company. Yes. They give an employee a four-month severance package and say, thank you for being here. Yeah, for we appreciate you, yeah. but we don't think this is the right match. Yes. Here's four months to help you go out yes. there and find a better match for yes. yourself. I think that's huge. It is, that is. I mean, and Netflix has the, you know, they, they have the, uh, I guess, the, the, fun, right, the, the, the finances, funds to be able right. to do that, right? Not every company can do that. Um, but I, I think that is a great example of exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they recognize that not everyone is a good fit. And then also some people, because I've, I've been in startups in San Francisco, right? That's like startup culture, yeah. startup world. Um, so I've seen what it's like to be the first sales hire at a company with 10 people. And then I've seen what it's been like to be at a company with 75 growing to 200 people. And what you see is that some people aren't, they're a fit at a certain stage of a company. Right, because right early on, if, if you're not great at following rules, but you're great at just figuring things out and, and forging your own path, like you'd be a good fit for a startup. But then as a startup grows up and develops structure and rules and a certain way of doing things, you might not be a good fit anymore. Right. Right. And so true. I mean, we just we, we have um, a leadership team here and then a senior leadership team. And, and we're doing a book mm -hmm. right now um, by Mark Miller called uh, Great Leaders Grow. But one of the things we talked about, which was not in the book, but we talked about. So when I came to JA five years ago, we were really struggling financially. Yeah. So the skill set, the people, mm -hmm. the processes that we put in place and we had to apply to get from here to here are very different yes. than the people and the processes and the strategies 
and the resources that we're going to need to get from here to here. Absolutely. And to your point. Yes. I mean, so true. Yes. But sometimes people see that as a bad thing, yeah. right? Because they're like, well, what do you mean? I was here for the first five years and we got to that. What do you mean I'm not the right person for that? Because yeah. sometimes it takes something different yes. to get to that next Absolutely. level. Absolutely, yes. And so you've seen that yes. and you get that. And in running your own company, you're able to put that into play. Yeah, and I mean, to, again, to be completely honest with you, we're experiencing that now. I mean, I've, we, we had six employees. I've, let, I've had to let three employees go over the last week because we, what took, what got us from the beginning to month, and we're only five months old, right? We're still, that yeah, that's it. I thought it was longer. No, just five, You're five months. You're amazing. Yeah, I pinch myself every day, and some <laughs> of it is I don't have a perspective on like what amazing is, because this is my first business. I've never been in food before. Um, yeah. So I don't really, like everyone says you're doing amazing, but I don't really, I guess. You don't have anything to measure it against. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. Right. Um, but. What took us to get from where, like, to start to month five, and then where I see us going for the over this next six months to a year, it's it, it's going to take different people. Yeah, you said you have never been in the food business before, and so we're going to stop there for a second, yeah. and we're going to let that bake. Oh, I, I like that. Life. I like that. Uh, and we'll be right back, and we're going to talk a little bit about what that means, right, to come out of your comfort zone and to take a risk into something that you've never done before. So we'll be right back. Welcome back. We're here with Adam August with Batch Cookies, and we're talking all about the ingredients that is making his company successful and what's made him a success all these years. And we were just about to get into, you mentioned that you had never been in the food business before. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like some of your other jobs, you had never done any of those Nothing. before. Yep. So what some people would never do that yeah. right they don't want to step out of the comfort zone and they're afraid they might fail they're afraid to take that risk talk a little about that uh, and how that's contributed to your success yeah well i think we all have a risk profile right how we view risk how much risk we're willing to take um and everybody's situation is different right so what works for somebody doesn't work for another person right i'm, I'm single i i, I some that makes me not married i don't have kids <laughs> Right, so my, my ability to take risk is higher than somebody that is married and has kids. Right, I, 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 was, I grew up very fortunate that I had parents that were financially supportive but also emotionally supportive. Um, and that, I think, uh, encouraged me that I could take risks knowing that if I happened to fall on my face, my parents were there to help me. You had, a, you had that support system, I had, that yeah, safety yeah, net. A safety net, right. if you will. Which many of our kids today do, don't, do not have. Right. Do not have, exactly. Uh, they're not fortunate enough to no. have that. And so we need to still be able to teach them that sometimes you just have to take that risk. Yes. And, and I always say to my daughter who's 25, what's the, let's talk about what's the worst thing that could yes. happen. Yes, and that's a great question to right? ask yourself. Absolutely. Because if the worst thing that could happen is you lose $50,000 yes. or you your company shuts down or you lose a client yes. or whatever that might yes. be, can you still survive? Yes. Right? Yes. And so, so it sounds like you still did that, yes. but you knew that you had that safety net behind Yeah, I, well, I knew I had that safety net. Um, that, that, I'd say that came more into play earlier on in, in my career. This was very important to me that I didn't really rely on that and use that. Um, I also just, for whatever reason, just had this belief in myself that I would be able to figure this out because I had done that over the last 10 years at different places in my career. I love um, that. And that ability or that, that 
yeah, I guess that ability to take risk that, that comes from the, a self-belief, right? And that takes time to build. Um, some people are just naturally super confident and, and maybe they're able to, to take those risks earlier on. Some people have to go through some things in life before that builds. Um, and that's another thing, there's no, no like path or timeline for, right. for people. Everybody's just different. Everybody right? is different. And you, we talked about that at the beginning. Absolutely. Everybody's career path. Yes. If anybody would have told me I would end up as a CEO yes. of a nonprofit, I would have said they were crazy. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I didn't even know what a nonprofit why? was. And why, why is that? Just because, like I said, when I, when I grew up, I, I mean, I had done some volunteer work, but yeah. I never really understood what a nonprofit Probably was. Um, and so, I and I don't think I understood how much we're a business. Yes. Just like you are. Yes. The difference is we can't take the profits. Yes, out. yes. You can't. Yes. That's the, only, That's the difference. only difference. And our mission, right, is your product. Yes. And it's a great mission. Yes. Um, so it's... But it's the same idea. It is. We still have to make payroll. Yes. We still have to maintain the building. Yes. All those things. Yeah. Right? All the challenges that, anno- that a that for-profit business. Yes. Right. So I want to talk a little bit about how you fell into that. Yeah. Right? How did this happen? Tell me, did you meet someone? Are you the baker? Were no. Were recipes? No, definitely not. No, definitely <laughs> do not. I don't bake. Um, yeah, still, my, my baking skills are still very uh, minimal. Um, so you're the business side of business this. Business side of this, yeah. So it all started uh, maybe three years ago. I was living here with my current business partner, Nick, um, and we would always joke about opening up a cookie shop. We always baked like the break and bakes that you get at the grocery store. 50% of the time they were burnt, the other 50, like they would would come out okay. But we joked about, you know, one day we're we're gonna open up a cookie shop. It really didn't mean anything. Um, And that was just always something that I joked about. And I don't know, I don't know why, it just was. Like even to the point where I had on my Bumble profile that if, when I retire, I wanna open up a cookie shop. Oh, that is so funny. So then I was let go from um, Aptology, which was the uh, the software company in San Francisco in November 1st, 2018. And I had breakfast with the CEO, Bill, um, who, who even though let me go, was still a mentor of mine. We still have a great relationship to this day. Um, he said something that, was, that resonated with me about, Adam, if you have an idea of what you want to do, go, go out there and do it. Go for it. And I, I think it was, it was just one of those things that, it was just a culmination of a lot of things. Like that was the final push, I guess. Um, and it was seven days later, I sat down with my mom and I told her I was going to open up a cookie shop. You can imagine what her reaction was. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if she knew what to, what to think. Um, my dad wasn't as supportive of it. Um, I think he thought it was a joke, um, which I don't blame him. Right. Yeah, I get it. Um, and then three days after that, I texted Nick and said, I'm doing this. Are you in? And he said right right away, yeah, I'm in. Really? And but he didn't bake either. He didn't bake either. To me, I never felt that the cookie part was the hard part. Right. It was like the just, business part. It was. It was just. It was making it happen. Right. Like that is the that's the hardest part. Everything else, if I could even if I could get to opening up a store, the the cookie part would get figured out along the way. Right. I just I just I I just believe that. I don't know. I can't really explain why. Um, but then after I texted Nick, it was almost that next day. I was still living in San Francisco. He was out here, um, and we started. I set up a few meetings for him to go look at spaces. Uh, that so was you our went first, right into, right into it, right into it. No I, business plan. No, 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 and don't get me going on a business plan. That's a whole. <laughs> I know, other, yeah. I know. I'm not a big business plan no, person either. Yeah. But um, I mean, I think he needs to have something. But I, I don't know that you need this big, long feasibility study. No, I know you're supposed to do all yes. that. Yes. 
Yes. I shouldn't say that just because it's a, they're good things. To well, do, it but. depends on what your situation is, right? If you need to go out and raise capital, then yeah, you need a business yeah. plan because you're going to have to show investors and how they're going to make their money back. Yeah. If you don't, or if you're not doing that, and we weren't, I wasn't going out and raising money. Then it's it's less important. It's also something that I think can be developed along the journey. It shouldn't be the first step because what I see is people get so stuck on the business plan that then it they 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 lose interest or they get um, they get down on themselves and then they never even move forward with Sometimes doing the business. Absolutely, yeah. and that was just do it. Yeah, yeah, just do it exactly. Just jump in. So, so, so Nick went to look at properties. Yep. Did you have the money for a down payment? So, for first class security? Did you? What? Well, I knew that it would take some time, right? That, like this wasn't a um, like you go look at a space and then you put your money down right away. Um, but I had very little idea of like how much we we needed. So you go to Google, right? Like, like University of Google. Um, I, that I do well in. I don't do well in school, but Google. Yeah, I'm a straight A student. Um, so you start reading. We better be today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's such an amazing tool, right? Like the, you can learn anything. Um, and I did that, right? I started researching about other cookie shops, right? And you pretty much name a cookie shop, I I, I know about it. Um, and what I found was Insomnia Cookies, who scaled to 150 locations over the course of 15 years, sold for half a billion dollars. Um, I read about Night Owl in, in, in Miami and how well Andrew has done in, in the first two years. So I learned that this is a viable business. It can scale, right? Because again, I'm coming at this from a business standpoint. I'm not coming at this like, I, I want to be a baker when I grow up. Right. Like, right. I want to create a business that can scale and that I can eventually sell. That's my goal. Um, and so I started reading about all these other businesses and so that like checked that box. And then you start realizing, okay, well, how much do I need to, like how, like, right. how much money do we need? Um, and I knew going into this, I was going to be undercapitalized. Um, and it, basically, I put in, I put in fifty-five thousand dollars. My parents lent the business twenty-five thousand. Nick put in twenty, which that was one hundred thousand dollars. And then we had, um, we had the the landlord con contribute tenant improvement dollars, which was something that we had to negotiate, which I had never negotiated before. at least before, but. I had an incredible so broker. Learned on the job. Everything I learned, everything. No, yeah. I know I can't even hang a picture frame. I was on the site every day during construction, working right. with the subs, just sitting there watching and learning, and, and being able just to, to to understand the lingo, because I knew that this was going to be one of twenty. Right. Right. So I, I needed to understand how this how this Process worked exactly. Work. Right. And fortunately for me, I mean, so much of this is tied to other people, right? Me meeting this guy, Dylan, who has ended up being a consultant that I, that I hired to help me get CRA funding, that helped me walk me through permitting. I mean, I would go to the permitting office with him every day um, and watch him, how he interacts, who does he talk to, how do we fold the plans up together, like all these small things that you don't know. Right. Um, I, I wanted to hire somebody to help me learn that process wow. so that then I could do it on my own. So finding people to teach you, absolutely, right, yes, and to help you along the way, yes, was critical yes. in your success, yes. Yeah. And even and then even you know some people will say, well, I don't want to spend the five thousand dollars that I paid Dylan to to consult, but for me, I looked at it like an investment in myself, right? Right, like I'm paying him five thousand dollars. He's going to help me through this process, but now I'm going right. to know and how to do it. Is tenfold, right? Tenfold. We got through permitting and construction in four months. Wow, which is unheard of in in 
in Florida. I mean, really in building anywhere, but right. in Florida. So now you and Nick both work full time in the company. No, so Nick Nick actually has another business, a very very uh, well run, profitable gym in Davie called Perform. Mm -hmm. That's his baby. Right. Um, he and his business partner. So he's partner. more of an investor. Yes, he's more of an investor. Nick handles all of our social media. Okay. which I knew going into this, I'm not great at Instagram. I'm not great at marketing and branding, right? And these are all three very important things that you need for yeah. a cookie company. Um, or any company. Or any company. We all have to tell our story Absolutely. and brand our product. Absolutely, it's some more so than others, right? If, if, I, if I owned an insurance company, my presence on Instagram is less important than owning a cookie company. Right. Um, so knowing that, that these are all three things that Nick is amazing at. Right, so I, I being able to identify what you're good at and what you're not good at right. is, is very important. And then surrounding yourself with people that are good at those things that you're not, and then empowering them to do what they're good at, trusting them to do what they're good at. Yep. Um, so Nick works with, with this woman, Emily, who's, also, who's our branding consultant, who's also incredible. And they, they basically run all, that whole side of the business. I don't... Really, you don't even really get involved. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, the, they'll ask for my thoughts on certain things, and I'll provide that. But if they make a decision that they think this is the right way, and I'm saying go this way, then I trust them to go that way because I know that that's what that's what I brought them on that's the team awesome. to do. That's awesome. Well, listen, yeah. we're gonna take a little cookie Let's do break. It. Let's How about yeah, that? I love we're that. We're gonna take a quick cookie break. And maybe, oh my Which gosh, cookie? I have to hold these up yeah, for a second. Yeah, let's get them up there. We're going on a break because I'm gonna take a little bite of one of these, yeah. and we will be right back. Welcome back. I don't know. I'm having a tough time deciding on all these cookies, so I might need your help before we close out the show. But so I want to know, I mean, first of all, they look amazing. They are. I know they taste yes, amazing because yes. I've already tasted them, but I'm going to try a different one today. Who bakes these amazing cookies yeah. for you? Because you said you're not the baker. No, no. Yeah. You're not the marketing yes, guy, yes. right? You're the business yes. guy. You're the, the over the bigger picture, yes. I think. Yes. Who's the baker? Yeah, so. And how did you find him? We were, this was probably around February um, of 2019. Nick and I were probably ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 into this. Um, and we, you know, that's, we're like, okay, we, maybe it's time we start <laughs> figuring out who's going to bake our cookies because this is coming up, you know. <laughs> we got the store, yeah, but now we need the cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I went to, again, I used some skills that I had learned in the past through sales development about like just prospect, like building out lists, identifying people of who you want to contact, writing quick messages that will grab people's attention. And that's what I did. I went on LinkedIn, found probably 15 different bakers in Fort, Lauder Fort Lauderdale, Miami that fit a profile that I made up in my head and wrote them all messages. And one of them happened to be um, Chef Max Santiago, for, most notably known for um, being the founding pastry chef of Salty Donut. Wow. Which I didn't know, didn't know at the time. in San Francisco. I, you know, I don't know what Salty Donut right. is, but here that's a big deal. Um, so I wrote him a message and he, you know, to his credit, he was one of, he was the only person that replied. Wow. Um, and said he was interested in meeting. And it just said, hey, I'm opening up a cookie shop. I'm looking for a partner that's going to bake the cookies. Would you be interested? And he said yes. And uh, we met at Night Owl in, uh, in Miami and had a great meeting. Um, and it was basically the second time we met. I pitched him on, like, do you want to do this with us? So he's a partner and he, the baker. He's a, he's right? a partner. The creator. And a, he's the creator of all the recipes. We do have a staff that, that executes the recipes day to day. Right. But he is the, he, his gift is 
creating phenomenal recipes. And then also, it, it's, it's that, but it's also his ability that when he creates a recipe and there's something off about it, his ability to then change it, and it's like the second time he does it, to be right. perfect, that's what's so wow. remarkable about So about where is the store? I so, want to make sure that our Yeah, we're, we're located downtown Fort Lauderdale, 917 Northeast 5th Avenue, right okay. behind that giant Sears Plaza yep. that one day yep. hopefully which, will get developed soon. Which nobody would know it's back there, no, right? So yeah. how are you getting the word out, right? So because I, I mentioned at, at, well, before the break, telling our story and, and sharing the news and, and the brand of our company yes. is so important yes. today, especially Absolutely. on social media and, and on the internet. So how, how are you getting the word out there? Yeah, um, so because of Max and his reputation, we were able to skip a lot of steps that similar companies have to go through. And what I'm talking about is building, building that trust amongst the consumer that the product is really good. Right. We had that day one because people know who Chef Max is. Right, so our first day, which we did a pop-up, was August 31st. We had a line around the block that people waited two and a half hours to get cookies. Wow. Where was this pop-up? It was at the store. It, oh, at yeah, the store. Yeah, it was at the store. Okay. Um, and you just put it out there on social media we, we or whatever? Just, yep, yep, exactly. A few wow. posts. Um, and from that, it's just kind of snowballed over the last six months to social media. Right, Instagram is a huge thing for us. Um, Yelp. Has, mm -hmm. has turned into a great, uh, it's a love-hate relationship yeah, with Yelp. Yeah, I know. You get one bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Google, Google reviews is another, is another one. But then also word of mouth. Right. Um, I think we do such a great job. The team does such a great job of, of creating a experience when you come in. And it starts mm -hmm. with us actually going through each one of the cookies, explaining to them. Not you just walking in and seeing all the, you know, the nine cookies and, and, which the, one do you want? and you feel overwhelmed, but it's the person taking the time to explain them all to you. Um, and then we're, I really focus on building relationships with, with our customers. So they feel guests. I like to use the word guests. Uh, you don't use the word customers. Um, I like that. But, um, and I, you know, they feel like they're part of something, right? And they share with their friends and their family and their coworkers. And it's just, it's growing. And they're also part of, of helping someone, right, become, like, everybody wants to help. Yes, I, I yes, think. I do, and I agree so with that. when they hear the story yes. of this, these, you know, um, young people starting out a company, they want to help you be yeah. successful, right? Especially if the product's great, it, it, it is. It, it so. has a lot to do with it, too. Right. It's Absolutely. a fun product. People love cookies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I also notice, right, because you're getting involved with J.A., Getting involved in the community, like, was that something you, you intended to do, or did you just kind of fall into it and then realize how, how important it was? So I, I really appreciate that question, Lori. Um, the truth of the matter is I, we decided on a partnership with Junior Achievement before I actually even signed a lease on the space. That's wow. how important this aspect of this was to me. Well, we are so happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Likewise, I mean it's definitely mutual. Can we open a cookie shop in JA? That would it would definitely be. I think that would be a great. It would be. Idea. It would and have be. Students run the business. Yeah. Well, we get. We'll talk offline. We'll we'll, we'll have that. to. We'll yeah. we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there for sure. Um, but no, the, yeah, uh, it was definitely something that was in the forefront of my mind. My it, it, one of the ingredients that I believe for a business to have long-term success is to have a greater purpose than their product or service, yeah. right? To have real meaning to what you're doing. For me personally, 
the the purpose is to help sh- to, to share my story and help other people that want to go down this similar path and you know through my story motivate them inspire them educate them to go to go ahead and take that that leap of faith and so many of our young people want to go down the absolutely same path that you did out. Yeah. I know my daughter you know just said to me mom you know she was teaching in preschool and she said I love the kids and I love this but I don't know if this is what I want to do. I'm yeah. like, I really want to start a business, business. and have some ideas. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, let's do it. Yes. I'll help you. Come yes. on, let's Absolutely. do it. Right? Yes. And so for her to hear a story like yours yes. would be amazing, right? So I, I could see why our students love, love hearing the story. Yes. I, I don't want to end this show without talking about on your website, yeah. um, you shared that you have the recipe to your success. Share a couple of those ingredients yeah, maybe that I'll we have didn't to, talk about. Yeah, and, and I do want people, we, we will put the website on uh, the, the um, edited version so that they can go and check out your recipe for success. Yeah. But it, what are a couple of things that we, maybe we didn't talk about yet? Yeah, um, I think, so the, the number one that I had on, on, on our recipe was 2,000 grams of self-belief. Uh, I think that really that. is the- uh, Is that the main the fa- ingredient? I think for for me in this business where I am in my life, yes, mm. right. That might change as the business grows up and as I mature as an entrepreneur. But to get it going, that was absolutely the f- fundamental recipe for success. And that might be expanded as you keep going, right? Like now you've built your belief in yourself. Yes. Any time you are starting something new or taking a risk, right, or stepping out of that box. Yes. You, that belief in yourself Absolutely. still has to be, it's front and center, Absolutely. right? And then it's also about believing in your company, yes. right? Yes. And, and what you're doing, yes. the mission. Absolutely. So, so, it, so great. So that is your main ingredient. Yes. We're going to have that. Awesome. Um, and I mean, a lot, of it, a lot of it has been um, the people that, yeah, I've, talked about that, that I've been fortunate to connect with and, and I guess convinced to be a part of this journey, whether it's Max or Nick or Jason, who was is an our incredible architect and general contractor. Dylan, who I mentioned. Lauren McGee, who's our broker, who helped us find this. I mean, there's just our current team. Right? There's just so many people that that go into into this. Right? It's definitely not all me. Oh, listen. Uh, there's. I, I love. I don't know if you watched the memorial for Kobe Bryant. Yes. Or any of the highlights. Yes. And Shaq. Um, got on and told a funny story about yes. how he told Kobe, you know, Kobe, you're, you're, you're hogging the ball. There's no I in team. Yes. And he goes, yeah, but there's an ME, yeah. you know, and so they left. And so Shaq went back in there and said, okay, well, you just gonna have to fight to get the ball kind yes. of thing, right? Because, yes. But, but there is no I in team, and it never, ever, ever is one person um, who gets anything done. Yes. Right? So, so I love that you recognize that. So um, any other main yeah, ones that you want to make sure we, um, we get out there? Because I think we've, we've probably hit on most of these and just talking about you getting this company going. Yeah, I think the, the last one that I would want to highlight is a positive attitude mm. um, and, and understanding that things aren't going to always go the way you want them to go. Oh, and but being, how you oh, deal with that. But how you deal with it. And that's what you have control of. Right. Um, and and that, that, that's been a big part of this. 
Yeah, it we is. have a great attitude. Thank I you. love it. Thank you, Laura. I love I it. And I it. love that you Thank selected you. J.A. We really yes. do. You're part of our family. I mean, who would want somebody in their family to make cookies? Cookies, exactly. Right? You know, if you're inviting me, um, I'm well, always bringing cookies. We love you anyway, Thank even you. without the cookies. Thank but, you, Laura. Um, so we're going to read back your recipe okay. for success. Let's do it. Um, and, and then everybody, please go and check out his recipe on the site. Confidence and belief in yourself. It was the first thing you mentioned, and then when I asked you your main ingredient, you went right back to, to it. it. Yeah. So, so obviously that's at your core. Forging your path, right? And maybe the path isn't straight, but it's just definitely not straight. making sure yeah. that you're always following your heart yes. to follow the path. Um, honesty and authenticity, love it. I, I am a firm believer in being authentic because people are gonna see through eventually. Absolutely. Anyway, so great partnerships, finding that great fit, right? And what fits today may not fit tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And that's something we're talking about here as well. Ability to take risks. Right, whatever that comfort level is yeah. for you, and it's different for everyone. Just do it. You didn't know a thing, and yes. you just jumped in, and yes. you just learned it. By the way, that's what happened to me in nonprofit. Yeah. What did I know about running a nonprofit? I knew about business, yes, but I didn't know the ins and outs of a nonprofit, and so I just jumped in, learned, and. But you knew that you up. could figure it out, right? Yes, because you had those basic skill yes. sets, yes. right? Yes, uh, of curiosity. You definitely look like you have curiosity yes. in there. Uh, building relationships, which we talk about. Watch and learn, right? So important. You did a lot of that um, to get to where you are. Finding the right people to help you. And then identifying what you're good at and finding the people to surround yes. you who, don't, who do what you don't do well. Yes, right? I think that's very um, important. And then that brings the whole team together. Mm -hmm. um, greater purpose, so important. You know, getting involved in the community yes. because it's bigger than just the company. Um, and I do believe that when companies get involved in the community for the right reasons, for the right which reasons, you have, yeah. it comes back tenfold. Yes. I truly believe it. Um, creating an experience, I love that because we try to do that for every student, yes. every volunteer. You guys do an amazing job at that. Every parent, yes. every business person. We want them to remember this experience, yes. right? And so important. Um, and then I think I put one up here. Did I get them all? I think I the did. The positive attitude. Positive yeah. attitude. That was the last one we added. And I think you're so right because things are going to go wrong. Yeah. Things are not going to go according to plan. Uh, but if you have a positive attitude, I really truly agree that you can get through anything. So thank you. Thank you, Lori. This is awesome. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dig in. I do want to make sure, please check out Adam's website. Go to Batch. If you have not been there, if you have not tasted these cookies, please go and tell all your friends about it. And thank you for watching. We hope to see you next week for next week's episode of Recipe for Success. Let's get cooking.